0: Hello and welcome to the squeaky bum time podcast with Mike and Laurent in this episode. Apparently there's football going on. Apparently all of football is being disrupted by the European Super 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 League. But first, Mike, your dreams have come true. We are going to lead with Spurs news that Jose Barino... In the dead of night, while the biggest fucking news story that's hit European football in 80 years happens, has been let out of the fucking moon door and has been dropped into his own Portuguese Porto oblivion. What say you Some, about the yeah, Mourinho Somehow,
1: era? I went to bed last night trying to get wrap my head around the entire Europa Super League thing, and, and I woke up at 7.30 this morning, uh, and the news had broken right after lunchtime in England, in London, that... Jose Mourinho has been relieved of his duties as the Tottenham Hotspur manager. And I immediately felt like a million bucks. It felt so good. What's uh, the, it's,
0: it's pretty trolly by Daniel Levy. Six days before the final.
1: Yeah. You know what? Good. Because <laughs> I, I, fuck him. I'm just so glad that he doesn't get the opportunity to lead us out. And And furthermore, Everything, I mean, we've talked about it till I blew in the face yeah, on this lots, show, but
0: lots, lots of Mourinho, uh, lots of Mourinho, lots of Brighton content, on this yeah, right.
1: Podcast. But so it's just, I was just so goddamn tired of thinking about it, saying it, hearing it. Uh, I, I went on Chris Cowan's uh post game uh show on Friday. Thanks, shout out to Chris for having me on again
0: um we'll put the the url to the show in the
1: the yeah absolutely it was just such a it was an hour long slog of like this is what we are now and here we go what three days later we're good we're we're out of the woods uh and brian mason one of our own right it's 18 years at spurs for those that don't know, he uh, he had his injury, uh, a, a bad head injury, and his career cut yeah, short. Yeah,
0: he, he's like the he's like the Jimenez injury. His head was cracked open, and he almost yes,
1: hit. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very serious. There's no way he could have played again. Yeah, but he immediately started working on his coaching badges. Pochettino was one of the guys that brought him along. Yeah, uh, both on the pitch and as a manager. Yeah, and uh, working with the youth team for Spurs. And so he was given the the reins, the keys to the to the castle. Here, uh, they go, I think they, it's a great play. They're going right? for the
0: love bounce.
1: They really have to because because and this is the thing is that Levy knew this would soften the blow of the Euro Europe Super oh, League. Oh, but right?
0: Spurs, Spurs, Spurs! You fucking what are we doing boss? there? So so Mourinho's right, gone. Ding dong dead. Yeah. that is the transition. There are so. <laughs> Now, let, let, let me just try and go back in time. There has been a slow and constant build within football for big clubs to earn more of their keep. This has been going on for 30 years at least, basically since the start of the Premier League in 1992. The teams that – the same teams involved in this Super League in Europe, Spurs, Arsenal, Manchester United specifically – were the founders of the Premier League, which was designed to sell television rights. This is the same thing, again, designed to sell television rights, but a little bit different and a little bit worse. So let's not, this has happened before and has been happening periodically. Every time the Champions League changes, it is because the clubs threaten UEFA, who are the governing body of Europe, with, if you don't do X, we're going to leave. This is the final moment. They look like they're going to leave, like it's on. So there's 12 teams. The 12 teams are, off the top of my head, Juve, all the the three Italian teams, Inter, AC, Um, six from the Premier League, the big six, a.k.a. the teams with the most money. They're not actually the biggest six in terms of championships and whatever they actually are, I think, weirdly. Arsenal, Spurs. Spurs. Hey, but Spurs commercially, like I said, Sugar hey. was one of the founders of the Premier League.
1: Yeah. So, hey, you guys have a cool stadium. Come on aboard.
0: Right, all right. Let's so, beat the shit so out of you every Spurs, year. Arsenal, Liverpool, City, begrudgingly, I'm going to give them a begrudge. Uh, Manchester United. And Chelsea. Chelsea, right. The big six. It's a terrible then, so term. There's, there's there's other teams that are probably better history, bigger, whatever. Nine.
1: You've yeah. got Real Madrid, Barcelona is eleven uh and there is one There's a loaner. atletico atletico at- yes uh, yeah and atletico and so, who really also have no right to fuck okay and so ears. just really no 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 not at all <laughs> and so really understanding this right they're going to get three more uh members founding members they're calling it so they're going to they, 15 right
0: they are eluding that it's it should be if it were if they had their druthers it would be psg bruce uh Borussia dortmund and bayern right. but they're and- Waffling,
1: and so that'll be 15, and then they'll have five rotating spots, similar to how, uh, you know, normally every league qualifies for the Champions League now. But the problem is, there's going to be what 30 leagues vying for five spots. It's, it's a five it's a spot, right
0: basically, it's whenever you uh, a is good, we put them in, yeah, and it's, maybe and and maybe it's and maybe Benfica once in a while, maybe Porto, depending on it, and then when galatasaray in the turkish league which is a secret giant of europe because there's 300 million people in turkey and they're football mad whenever that gets bought by some company that figures out how to harness that it'll be one of those teams
1: <laughs> and it makes you wonder if if there's going to be a team in dubai if there's going to be a team in shanghai but but
0: but, be, but we'll see so so for, for i think the more interesting piece is like you can go online and see basically a reaction is this is the end of football in England from the English fans, because they have the most teams at stake and the consequences of breaking away from European governing bodies of FIFA and UEFA and the premier league and the local leagues is they are going to these, these entities that have a stake in having these teams in their league can threaten to expel the teams from their leagues expel the players from any competitions they govern and basically say, you want your own league? Go ahead. So there is a chicken game going on and neither can survive without the other. Uh, I think that the the leagues are a little bit naive. Yeah, they they need each other, right? There's a lot of money at stake. It's all about money. But the, the thing is, is that I think the English, I, I can sum up the sort of English side of this because that's where I put my focus. The English side of this is that, These are the traditions of British football of having a pyramid that the money and the, this pyramid needs the pieces underneath that these top clubs live on the history, the teams they play, all, everything goes down. And that the money that these big teams make is not just you own the team, you get the money. It's like, no, that team is valuable. Liverpool is a really good example because they have the best, they have the best sort of story. Liverpool is a good example. They're built on the work of Bill Shankly, who was literally a socialist. He literally would say it. And it was like, I believe in collective, we win together. This is the people's club. And they have the history of like kicking out bad owners and that the value of Liverpool, which they bought, which the the Fenway group bought as a distressed asset from Gillette and the guy who owned the Texas Rangers. I can't remember the other one. Tom Hicks. Tom Hicks and Gillette, they owned Liverpool. They almost drove the team into the ground. And they almost fucked up in Texas too, by the way, they yeah. got bailed out by t- George Bush C- jr. Uh, that's right. uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they bought it for something like, it's so ridiculous to think about what FSG bought it team for. They bought Liverpool football club for $200 million. What, what would you say now? They're about 2, two billion. billion. Yeah. Right. And yep. that's, and that history is what allows them to be that. So American owners, and I don't, I don't necessarily blame them for having this feeling. They're like, I own the fucking team. I bought it. I want to do what I want to do. Like, what the fuck? I don't care about UEFA. In my country, the commissioner of my league, I fucking employ him. So UEFA, fuck you. And FIFA, fuck you. Because you hear it from Don Garber with the MLS. He's always like, we really want to change the rules, but fucking IFAB, you know, what are they doing?
1: (laughs) You do a good Don Garber. Oh, man. Gosh. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: so essentially, there's just this culture clash of American capitalism. There's no other better way to put it. And European collectivism, idealism, traditionalism. I think that's really the ideological clash going on. And basically, Europe is becoming more like the United States, historically. Yep. Like, Americans, we're just like, what do you mean the teams are trying to make money? No shit, the team is trying to make money. They always try to make money. We just right. show up because we're fucking morons.
1: So and and so okay. And let's put this into we do we do a pretty good job of this on the show. Let's do put this into American sports teams terms, right? So what we were talking I, this,
0: about. This I have the perfect one. Are you ready? Have it. Okay. It would be like if the SEC teams, if LSU, Alabama, Auburn, and Clemson, who are amateur teams left their league to form their own professional league. (laughs) What would the NCAA do? They'd be like, you can't do that. It's amateur. The fans would go fucking batshit and be like, you can't not be in college football. And they're just like, well, we're doing it. (laughs) We're becoming a professional league. We're no longer college students. We're going to make our own fucking TV deal. That's going to literally rival the NFL. That's re- this is really what it is, right? And because Trevor Lawrence the- is going
1: to be here till he's 35.
0: Right. Or, or, and <laughs> or we don't even care. But if we do this, those players can't play in the NFL. They cannot uh, ever have amateur status again. They can't even get their degrees. And that would be like the NFL blackballs them and says, you can never be an NFL player and they can never go back to college. But the money on the table for this breakaway SEC professional league is something like, let's say, Uh, Bank of America says we've got $4 billion for you guys to do this. And you just had a season where you had no fans all year and go,
1: (laughs) right? Right. And and, 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 and and that's the thing, right? This has been the, it's been bubbling for what would you say? 10 and and weirdly
0: similar to college football where there's a lot of consolidation. It's very true. Not in a big league. You're whatever. If you're like, Boise State was in the whack. They're like, nope, we're in the fucking Big 12 now. The whack's gone. Or the yeah. entire Big East essentially breaking up to exactly be football the teams. The
1: Big 10 has 14 right. teams now. So, <laughs> right. exactly right. But so, so yeah, and there's
0: literally big five conferences. It's almost exactly the same.
1: It's really interesting to go back to uh, the internet is forever, right? So, you yeah. got Arsene Wenger. Uh, has said this multiple times that this is happening. He's just—it's a matter of when. Yep. Jurgen Klopp three years ago, I think, maybe no, two,
0: two, two years,
1: two years ago, said that he—he's uh, against this, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's driving the the bus basically right into it. Um, and it's just—it's that you hit it on the head though. It's after a year where they had no fans, and that hits on two very, very specifically important it's, things. This, oh, this it's, is no, what. But it's two happens. things. Yeah, it's two things. Obviously. It's the loss of revenue that has hit these teams so hard, right? Which ironically, it has not hit them that hard. They just, they haven't been able they're to operate. They're
0: so inefficient. They run, they oh, run yeah. terribly. They are run on like, well, especially Real Madrid and Barcelona, who are not companies. They run as though the YMCA, they run with the structure of the YMCA. <laughs> right, right, right. But but ridiculous. Hold on.
1: <laughs> and, and, and so here's the thing. They're actually not hurting nearly as much as, hi, the other, what would you say, 72 football teams in England who are actually just trying to keep their heads above water. They need the Rob McElhenney's and Ryan Reynolds to come in and just buy the team just to save their asses from bankruptcy. So that's who's actually really hurting in this, which is not unlike every level of society here in America, right? Who's really been hurting the last year. It's not the the fat cats, it's not the Jeff Bezos. It's it's the the middle and lower class. It's the
0: people who are essential workers, right?
1: Right, yeah, exactly.
0: So you can think of the pyramid as like the lower teams are like the real essential teams. They're the heart and soul of football. They're what's really happening. They're dirt and thunder like if you go, I mean, and I watch this, like Chari, our, our long-standing secret friend. It's like, he's our producer, but he's never on the show. Chari, <laughs> he will be when we get big. Uh, uh, Chari, you know, he likes to make fun of me because I like call crap football and that's CFCP production crap football. That is my thing. I really love lower division football. I really like to watch guys that are sort of overrate have bad touches and suck because the passion and the fuel for football comes from there. And it does bubble up. And those teams at the top of the pyramid are held up by that cultural significance, but it's their expectation that they are part of the community and that the money filtered down,
1: right? That's and what so, they want. They want. So no filtering down. Go exactly. Go back to the pyramid. Think of it as the pyramid is folding in It's cracking and it's about to collapse into itself. And the top little sliver just took a rocket ship and just went, fuck it, we're gone. See you yeah. later. Yeah. And yeah. then they and, left to basically eat themselves alive, and, right? And
0: one thing that I do, that I do, uh, I wanna stress like the English, I think, are the ones that are really losing your mind on this. They have the most 721 loose. teams, 92 of which are professional, and then another 40 that are semi pro. So you've got a crazy amount of teams in England, and they rely on this communist shared system of, football as an entity that you're not where you are because you're on, cause you did it on your own. Like the historical nature of it is so important. And then the other piece that's been stressed is like this idea of competition, no matter what, right. From relegation and promotion to into champions league, out of champions league, the issue that is really, that breaks, it's sort of like a Ponzi scheme where teams are going up and down this 12 pyramid team. The problem is, is that at the top, you can't go any higher, (laughs) right? There's nowhere for them to go. So they actually, like you said, that rocket ship, they're just like, well, we're out because we can't go any higher, right? We had this Champions League that's all breaking down. And then the other thing I think that's interesting to, to keep in mind is like, this pyramid idea that's in England, that all the teams go up and down that you conceivably Mike and I could found a team in the 11th division of England. And if we built up enough money and we built a stadium and went over time and hit all the hurdles, you could potentially within 20 years or a generation actually be in the premier league that can happen. It's not on there's something called a Phoenix club, uh, Wimbledon AFC, did that they literally went from zero and now they're in the first division now and i think they you're are... going
1: to see more of those by the way as a result of this if it does come to fruition
0: that well my favorite team hashtag united internet only team yeah, uh, yeah. don't forget to hashtag it respect uh but they haven't played because they got covid doomed so so there's that but then so that's England. but then across europe there is also a pan-european side of things where the, the champions league and uefa they're, they do solidarity payments and pay teams out as well. So there's all this slush of money that's going everywhere and who controls that money is who's getting fought over. It's not so much that, that UEFA is corrupt and wants all the money. They want the power of being able to give teams money, right? so that they buy votes. right? And, they, and, and the and Europeans are hard. really good about like, I'm not a multi-billionaire but I control multiple billions of dollars. (laughs) Right,
1: Yeah, exactly. And so here's the other piece. I I said two things, right? So the pyramid thing, we we talked about that. Um, There was no fans anywhere, okay? And that's the important thing is because it's revenue, but because there's nobody there to yell at you. You don't understand, like- It's different. And here's it happened in the US too. It happened with the Cleveland Indians in the fucking dead of night. They're like, we're changing the team. And everybody went, What the fuck are you doing? But nobody was even allowed to be Oh, the the the, the mascot, the Wahoo thing. Not even the Wahoo. They're changing the name of the Cleveland Indians. Okay. What? So yeah, yeah. This is how sneaky they are. You didn't even know that. Okay. Well, I haven't been paying the It's This is the last year but... that they're going to be the Cleveland Indians, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah, fucking do-gooder reporters already calling them the Cleveland baseball team and blah, 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 blah. Just That's call the them the though. Spiders. That's what they were originally called. Yeah, I know. But nonetheless, fast forward to England, okay? Whatever fandom culture you think we have in America, multiply it by 10 million, okay? And we've talked about it a lot on the show and all that stuff. But the important thing is when it's not there, when that collectivism, it's not being together at the park – on Saturdays or Sundays they don't have they have a singular voice and they they express it like nobody else in this world european it, it's fans.
0: literally the three estates that you know that the french had in the middle ages the serfs are the fans <laughs> the church is the is the governing bodies and the nobility are the team owners that's literally yeah, the same exactly. structure Right. And so where the serfs are getting fucked all the time and these other three are trying to figure out what to do.
1: But they'll rise up if they are getting fucked enough. And that's There's not enough we, food
0: for them. If they can't right. eat,
1: they will kill you. You're right. There's <laughs> not enough. There wasn't enough food, but they weren't even allowed anywhere near the table this yeah. year. Yeah. And so that's the thing is that usually if something like this were to happen and there have been games every day and we they talked would about revolt. It, they would literally – okay, so we talked about West Ham, uh, what, a year or two ago, throwing shit at the owner's box and freaking out and people running on the field. It would be mayhem, right? You Dude. think BLM is crazy? You wait. <laughs> you fucking wait.
0: Okay, no, listen. Liver- Hicks and Gillette got run out of town in Liverpool. Yeah. Because it's a union town. And when I say a union town, I mean really a union town, like not a joke. Like 80% of the people are in a union, and they understand collectivism, and they will – march on the stadium and all walk out together. It will happen. Right. They will do it. Germany too. Like you can't even fuck with Germany. They literally have empty stadiums where a whole section will stand up and walk out. They make it known. It's not a joke. Like the this is going to be in my deep history lesson. American individualism, the country is built on you as an individual are sovereign and can do what you need to do to be rich. You can be rich, you can be poor. Collectivism is anathema to Americanism. It just doesn't go together. Mm -hmm. In Europe, it's not that way. They have what they have because they fought as a group, right, the European Union. That shit should not exist, yet it does because they fought off in Hitler, ding, 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 ding. They fought off Hitler and then they had to like figure out how to survive together. And that's ingrained in football. Like culture, history, and sport, they're all mixed together, right? Like American sports reflect that, right? One on one, pitcher versus batter, the individual matchups, the quarterback leading a group of men together. Football basketball, basketball an individual sport where we look at the art as the art the art of an individual player our sports reflect it it's kind of why we don't like soccer that much we're like this there's an awesome guy in my team he can't do anything why yeah. can't he just do everything right but it's it's ingrained to the sport and i really i love it but i have i'm having a hard time like when something is like a 98 99 reaction against my brain wants to go <laughs> <Wait> a minute <laughs> Right, let's hold on a second
2: you know as i get older i tend to appreciate different things one thing i love now more than i ever have in the past is some unique furniture not just any furniture unique custom furniture made by battle rattle woodworks he's specialing in charcuterie boards for all those parties you're about to host when this weather gets a little nicer even better if you enter the code chop 15 at checkout you're going to get 15 percent off your entire purchase massive savings on some unique American-made stuff. Help support your local veteran right now and visit them on social media at Battle Rattle Woodworks. Hey guys, this is Sturge from Chop Sports and I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine and that's real estate. Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and business is booming whether you're looking to relocate buy rent or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher jay is the guy to do this for you he's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home call jay right now 843-315-5913 and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell him chop sports sent you
0: here's the the big dirty secret also is what these people are holding on to isn't working Right. Right. It's broken. Um, The idea now I'm not for salary caps or for restrictions or whatever, but if you want solidarity and evenness of things, you've got to find a way to guarantee revenue. You've got to find caps protections. Like I was just listening. You can't have no relegation and have no parity. Right. Right. Because the same teams will just lose all the time. Right. Right. You know, what makes American sports work is that it is a socialist cartel in terms of an oligarchical cartel where like there's a draft that evens this thing out. There's a salary cap. There's a salary floor. You only have so many players and that those rules and guardrails that are in place make it so that, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the least valuable NFL team in the world. They're worth eight hundred million dollars or They're worth $1.2 billion. And the most valuable franchise in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, are worth $2 billion.
1: In the same league, that's the difference between the teams. Whereas, compare uh, the Premier League is actually a bad example because they do rev sharing actually really, really well. Spain. Spain Bad. is the greatest example of this, right? Exactly. But forget Barcelona for a second. But Real Madrid is is one of the most valuable is sports. The franchises. most
0: valuable sports. They world. are number
1: one. Right. Oh, I thought I thought United was number one. Nonetheless, it's
0: Dallas because they own the stadium. But
1: right, well, it fluctuates
0: five. between those three.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Yankees are four. And then um, you've got what Grenada or whatever the fuck. Valladolid. Right? I don't even know. Right, 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 they right.
0: The stadium is in the side of a mountain, and there's four thousand people there,
1: and they're worth twenty bucks. Yeah, right. In so, the same league and 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 surprise real madrid and barcelona and atletico are the only ones who win, win the anything. league yeah right yeah. i mean so valencia won it, it would probably be, it would again 18, to put it in ago. in it's actually going back to the sec football terms it'd be like okay uh this is uh, alabama's decade oh here comes florida on the rail oh boy oh auburn snuck in there one year that's atletico madrid It
0: actually is closer to that right right because right. we know that College football is. There's money in it. There's no doubt that the players are getting paid. Someone is getting paid, yeah. Whether it's the players or not, the best players go to the same teams over and over again, and the coach, the coach controls everything. And they don't have roster limits, right? They have like 150 players on it on the squad, right? Something
1: right, right, right. Like that. Well, not for game days, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right, but you can have like a yeah, you can have a squad or whatever. Yeah. But it, it, you know, it, it's closer to that, and and the passions are closer, and the battles between amateurism and professionalism, like. Think think of it this way. American sports were designed with revenue involved, right? But European sports were not, right? In the 60s and 70s, in the 60s, French soccer was amateur. Uh, Johan Cruyff, the most, one of the most famous soccer players ever in the pantheon of great players, played at Ajax his first seasons in the early 60s, mid-60s. He was amateur. And then the team became professional in the 60s. Germany, same. You literally worked for the company that the team was for. They paid you, but it was amateur until recently. So they're coming out of amateurism into modernity. So they're like, you know, we fought about this through baseball, right? Labor disputes, free agency, the draft, all these things designed to basically stop the Yankees from winning. They've done a good fucking job of it. Yeah, the they have. <laughs> but this is the; these are the fights they're having. They're essentially having the entire labor dispute and the history of baseball in 20 years.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Right. So it's just a fucking shit show. I love it.
1: I'm. It's wild. It's wild. And so there's so many, so many unknowns with this. And we talked a little bit about it before we jumped on the show. Okay, so and we talked about this what two weeks ago? <laughs> we were talking about all the different burgeoning media companies. Yeah, we were talking about TV for rights and okay, La Liga's is over here and Sarayana's we still don't know
0: here. where La Liga is going.
1: Well, whatever, not the point. <laughs> and Champions League is here, and NBC's done such a good job with the Premier League. Okay, and now
0: CBS has done a great job with with way killing right? it. Yeah.
1: Okay. What if CBS, NBC, and ESPN all see the top – and in NBC's case, like the top 25%, all of the value of those contracts is gone. They can't play in the league anymore. What do they do? And the really interesting thing, I read a little bit about this. There is so, so much to read about this movie. The,
0: the whole of, of European soccer has exploded. It's so slimy because yeah, here's what they
1: did. They <laughs> already – they, like, countersued the Premier League and UEFA and FIFA before they could even – like, they – it was a sniper rifle bullet right through their forehead. <laughs> they never even saw it coming, and what? before they even before they even go, well, you can't. And they go, oh no 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 no, we already have, and you can't tell us we can't.
0: Yeah, and they're well, like, the, the, you, the, what? The 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 terrible thing is that Agnelli, who's the head of Juventus and led this thing, oh, was literally negotiating yeah. on behalf of the rest of the European clubs for UEFA. They sign UEFA's deal to change the Champions League to similar to what they're gonna do. Then he resigns and is like, yo, we're, we're leaving, bye, thanks. We're out of here.
1: And we're taking all of my friends. <laughs>
0: yeah, except for the Bundesliga and, and Dortmund. For yes. now. I mean, you wanna talk about like dirty dealing. So this is the piece that's interesting, right? It's personal. It's literally individual relationships. That's why they're not getting out of this. like it's almost like, this is the Duke Ferdinand. Nobody wanted to fight World War One, but someone just shot Duke Ferdinand and it was in <laughs> yeah. league. And now they're just like, well, we're allies with this guy. So we gotta go. Oh no, we're mobilizing over here. We got a TV deal. We've got fucking uh, JP Morgan's gonna all give us $350 million to cover us for the last year while we're out. No, there's no, re- it, it, I think it's really over. Like I really think there's no going back. No. Right? So we, let's talk about some of the consequences. The only thing, is I think they can pause it by sort of going by literally throwing doing the death penalty. You're out of the Premier League, you're out of La Liga, you have you're to. out of yeah, but what are they what are they gonna do? Is is the FA in England gonna be like Spurs and, and Man City, you're not playing this final right now. You're gone.
1: They should. They should. oh god, that would be funny as hell. Because I think <laughs> I think or, going back to Mourinho, I think. Madrid
0: and City, you're gone. Uh PSG.
1: You and win the Champions League. You win. But default, what a fart win. noise for PSG! Like, okay, okay. You're not. By the way, real quick on PSG, you're not joining the Super League because you own the TV rights. By the way, no, yes, but like <laughs> you're taking this moral stance. You, your owners are basically guilty of incredibly heinous human rights violations to, to build the stadium, yeah, stadium in the Qatari World Cup in 2022. So, yeah. hello, that's ridiculous. All,
0: these are these are scumbags. These are. The, the, the choices are eat a bowl of shit, eat a bowl of urine with shit, or eat a bowl of urine with shit and vomit. Like these yeah. people are ball scum of the earth. We're expecting either the most incompetent and corrupt organizations and institutions in world sport to save us. I mean... What, what it's a disaster <laughs> like these are the scummiest incredible. scums of scums incredible billing. they wait. make they make jerry jones look like the fucking
1: pope <laughs> yes that is exactly <laughs> it that is a tagline that hold on that is the tagline that our buddy dave uh the head of chop sports media is gonna he's a cowboys guy he's gonna love that <laughs> jerry jones is the pope compared to these sons of bitches <laughs>
2: i mean that's how bad like You know, Jerry Jones still plays within
0: the parameters of the NFL. I'm sure he'd like to go to the Maras and be like, we're breaking away. We're going to take the fucking NFL East. We're just going to play each other. Yeah, no, it's going to be the Cowboys.
1: It's going to be the Giants. It's going to be the Patriots. It's going to be the Bears, the Raiders, and the Broncos. And we're going to Tijuana, and we're starting a new league. Fuck off. See you later. (laughs) No, no, no. They're all going to play
0: in his stadium, of course.
1: Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just
0: go in Texas with no taxes. The whole league will be in Texas. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Right.
0: Well, actually, I'm act- that's actually a good idea. This sports teams are stupid. They well, should they port- did
1: that last year, dude.
0: I know, but they should just do it all the time. Right. It's you know like- actually a uh, quick aside.
1: <laughs> um, I did the math on on when the rap when the Raptors said they were coming down here because Trudeau wouldn't let them in their own. fucking. Oh, my country. God. They
0: must have got so much money.
1: Hey
2: guys, Sturge here from the Chop Sports Podcast and I want to tell you a little bit about Sunflower Meadow Seasoning. First of all, a guy my size likes flavor on his food and there's nobody other than Jess that I go to for that. Her flavors range from French onion, BLT, Cajun country, so much more. They got dip blends, season shakers, smoothie mixes. Not even kidding, I've added some of their smoothie mixes to my post-workout protein shakes and my goodness, what a difference. Get on over to SunflowerMeadowSeasoning.com for the their entire list of products. Tell them Chop Sports sent you.
1: Kyle Lowry, just in the 40, because you only get taxed on where you play the game, right? So yeah. I didn't count for the games you play against the Heat, which yeah, is probably yeah, another yeah. four or five games. But for yeah. the 41 home games he would play in, in in Tampa, he's getting an extra $2 million in not getting taxed. I'm sure the Raptors... That's, actually, that's probably more than that, too.
0: Because that's how it happens in France. That's why French teams are usually not that good, because... They have a millionaire tax in France and basically to, to get a player to play in France, you have to pay him like an extra 40% just to cover the taxes.
1: Right. Okay. And so going back to Steven Stamkos, one of the best players in the NHL from Toronto, grew up loving the Leafs and we're all over the place in this one, but he stayed in Tampa Yeah, he stayed in Tampa because the, the Lightning were like, oh, yeah, that's how much they're offering you? That's funny. You want to look, look at what that paycheck actually looks like? Here, we'll stay under the salary cap, and we'll give you this. It's actually going to be more. By the way, sh- shorts and sandals in February here in Tampa. What do you think? And he's like, hmm, yeah, you make a pretty good argument. Except and you stay you're in, Tampa in Florida, and, you want and
0: you're no longer Canadian, which is sad.
1: Yeah, but like, what what is that worth to you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good oh, man, down there. there's,
0: there's so much going on. I'm super duper pumped about this whole process. It's been it's been almost hard to work. Like, this is like my dream scenario. I love nuts and bolts of weird shit happening. We don't know who's gonna televise this new league. The thought is that maybe the leagues themselves will try and do it, or you know, everyone's like, "What about BT?" And what about I'm like, Amazon is sitting there. They'll be like, yeah. "We'll do it." Or oh, yeah. YouTube or Facebook or anyone. Yep. Right. There's so the, the opportunities are so open now. It could be anybody. It could be, mm-hmm. oh, Snapchat, we're gonna we're gonna fucking broadcast the fucking I heard
1: league. I heard DeZone was was one of the big players as well. So DAZN. and here's another thing. <laughs> um yeah, here's another thing, okay. And I read this uh and this this could be conjecture, but it's worth talking about matter? uh the idea that I think it was it was legacy fans that's oh the that's term a they great used. one that they killed it so yeah so they go okay well there's legacy fans also known as the entirety <laughs> of your product that you're marketing to and then there's i think they called it new fans and that the, the new fans are everything so they're gonna they're gonna have games <laughs> in the middle east in in the new york area in the states in asia not only are they right. they want right, to they want to be beat up national
0: restrictions right the yes, team called Liverpool does not want to be restricted to Liverpool and beholden to these – What? how many Liverpool fans are there in England? Um, 500,000, maybe? Yeah.
1: It's more, there's 500, more in New York City.
0: Of course. The 500,000 Liverpool fans who pack Anfield, go to every away game, what they're missing is, is that the fans in – they're part of the product. Like, yes, they could pipe they could pipe singing into the stadium – They could end up with Jumbotron style, let's go Reds, but that's fucking terrible.
1: It's coming, it's coming. Here's how we know this. It has to. No, 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 ready? This already exists. I know. The International Champions Cup is exactly the same fucking thing. And it's terrible. Have you been to the games? I've been to like three of them. They're They're fucking horrible. (laughs) <laughs> I watched City beat the doors off of Spurs one yeah, time. Yeah, but the, got, the
0: atmosphere is so bad. It's
1: like yes. fake
0: fans or it's new fans. And, I, and I'm and i one of them. We're fucking plastics, okay? You're not Absolutely. from North London. I'm not nope. from Manchester. I don't know anything. I've never even set foot in the fucking borough. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it means. Okay, I know a little bit, but yeah. You know more yeah. than I do, right? Yeah. But when you watch these, these sort of like events of international cups and like they're in the U.S., and like, there's a smattering of fans trying to sing the songs. It's pathetic. It's like sad. they're just like, let's get you. it. It's quiet. Nobody knows well, no. what's going on. It's my one. We're, uh, we're, we're pantomiming what we see on TV.
1: Okay. So I'll give you my example. Um, I've been to three or four games here in the States and a couple of them are ICC games. One of them was here in Orlando is when the first weeks I was here Spurs were playing PSG. That's fun. It was behind the net. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, and the difference was I was the only one like there was a section to the right of me and they were they're all Americans. They're all hooligans and doing all the crazy stuff and all the songs and some of the songs I would never even heard before. And they were great. And they were a lot of fun. Those are the Nashville guys. And those dudes are fucking crazy. Well, but I was be- the only one. I was the only one in my section who was doing all that hooligan shit. And I was like, hey, man, can you sit down? I'm like, hey, man, can you stand the fuck up? How about that? Like, you, no, that's not what you do here, right? And you get such a rare ability to see these clubs from the other side of the world that you want to make the most of it, right? But it's a novelty to so much, the the, the much larger percentage. I mean,
0: United Real Madrid put 100,000 people in a big house.
1: Yep, yep. But there was no atmosphere. No. Right? You couldn't they tell didn't know what to playing. do. Okay, the idea of an away section, would that ever fly outside of, uh, you know, uh, in-, no. in- games in the middle east no because they wouldn't give a shit yeah right
0: it doesn't i mean that's work. a
1: commentary on us also having laws but you know that's that's
0: right, nice but what but but, but the, with the with these guys who are doing this super league thing they're not understanding the what draws foreign fabric to the team right the fabric, we love right. football because we want that yes right the, that i that i learned about football and players and the feelings is because i'm lucky what drew me to the premier league was the fucking hooliganism and the songs and the clothes and everything outside and of here and be and the, right. And, yeah. and what playing, that is what draws people to the premier league, not only the teams. yeah. It's the thing, it's the culture. We're all pretending to be fucking working class English people. We're not, and we're never gonna be cause we don't get it. So they're is what
1: makes the league. Here's how fucking crazy this is. We go on our vacations to North London It's the, it's, it's a shittier version of the Bronx. Okay. (laughs) I know the Bronx. I've been there a thousand times. The Bronx sucks. I went for a week and it was like going to Mecca. It was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. The small streets you walk at this giant stadium in the middle of nowhere. It's a
1: spaceship has landed, but here's the thing. (laughs) You hit it on the head as I look at my wallpaper that has the TIFO from the, the champions League game that your team played mine and I can see the seat I play, I sat in, in this stadium and this wall of sound, again, this togetherness, I just want to be in that number, right? That's literally in the song. It's literally so, in the song. Right. So, so that's the thing we go on our vacations to be working class British people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And they'll, they'll never get that. That's the point.
0: Right. 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 And, uh, and, and I just think, you know, I, As much as it's hard, it's hard. I'm still, I still have a hard time reprogramming my American brain, right? All you're hearing is it's greed. They're just doing it for the money. And all I keep thinking is like, no shit. Of course they're doing it for the money. I can't seem to reprogram my brain from not doing it for the money. I mean, like the the, the language you hear, if you're not into this and you just go, and I recommend if you're into this, go on YouTube, go to Sky Sports, uh, Sky Sports YouTube channel. Find Gary Neville and 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 Jamie Carragher talking about this, and you'll get like a completely whole, honest perspective from guys who've been at every level of English football. That are about as they're about as English as English can be. Like, there's no other version of England that they could be. They're like That's the right. most. They literally should be wearing like fucking Union Jacks and just like these are the English people, not you know fucking Downton Abbey. It's these people. Yeah, Right. And uh, they just, it's so impassioned. It made me like rethink who I was as a human being. I'm like, Oh God, they're right. (laughs) Yeah, And And so
1: the thing that I don't understand about this, okay. I do understand it's never, it's about power and it's about controlling billionaires. Right. But the thing is, is that the premier league and the champions league for my money has done a really good job of revenue sharing. And what I mean by really good job is, they give the most money to the best teams who deserve it based on merit. So they want more of it. They just want more of it. But it's, they don't it's, want it's to give more, Slavia
0: Prague fucking three cents.
1: Right, and it's not. And here's the thing: they don't get. They don't give that much of a shit about the three cents. They want the power to invite Slavia Prague or not to invite Slavia Prague to the party. It, it's also That's really it.
0: They don't want to. They want um, predictable revenue. The idea yes. of promotion and relegation is anathema to american sports you there's no tanking in europe if you tank you're fucked right so they have to spend a lot of money just to maintain where they are they don't want to have to spend that money you think man united if they get rid of promotion and relegation are going to spend money no they're going to be like give me the money we'll figure out another way we'll just do what we do you know in 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 tampa bay where they just Sucked for 30 years, got all the draft picks and then moved up. They'll just they'll just wait. They'll just finish bottom of the table. They don't care. And because, oh, we're gonna get some checks for a while. Oh, so, our, our our group of players is out of the league. Oh, I guess we'll just wait and keep
1: so speaking our of the bottom of the table, right? In this scenario, and, and I have to think this. It's is, Spurs the, and Arsenal, they're the two best teams. Oh, it's not even close. And Chelsea aren't that far behind. No, Chelsea um, are good, dude. Ah, I don't want to hear it. But the point is is that they were invited to get a small majority of the big names, right? Because if those you left, are big teams, come on, yeah, it's yeah, on the back of Wenger. It's Wenger. Wenger. Put I know. Arsenal I know. But what I'm like yes, that. of course. But what I'm saying is, without Spurs and that shiny new stadium, oh and no, without no Arsenal, no. Yeah. you
0: oh Levy. Uh, Levy's a genius for getting invited to this party.
1: Well, yeah, but my point is, they wanted Spurs. They're the they're the dumb kid that they're going to kick the shit out of every day. But yeah, they they got to the have him. They got yeah. the pool. <laughs> they got the pool, right? He's there, That's the, the – yeah, the rich kid's parents, right? And it's not like – the point is they're making more of a play to take more of the Premier League and make them more toothless. If you left Spurs and Arsenal out, which you could have and arguably should have, then the Premier League has more power. So it was about kneecapping oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Premier yeah, yeah,
0: League. Yeah. Well, th- again, I recommend anyone read – the game of their lives or whatever the book is that I read. It's the history of the premier league. It's really fascinating.
1: <laughs> good, good recommendation. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, uh, whatever the book was that I read there.
0: <laughs> oh God. Well, no, you're going to make me look it up. No, I'm not looking at no, it. Up. No, anyway, no. it's a history of the, the premier league and it's Spurs and arsenal are simpatico. They're the ones who made the move and United, the same players always wanting more of money, more revenue, more of everything. Anyway, that is it. Let's talk about the Pope of of uh what was, the, what was the line i can't even remember the,
1: yeah the jerry jones jerry jones looks like the pope yeah <laughs> so here's the thing this is such a wacky week we had the worst person in the world fired we have uh jose marino we have oh my god a we didn't even final. talk
0: about my team losing
1: <laughs> we didn't even talk about chelsea advancing to the fa cup semis against we didn't talk about any final games this week. to the final to the final god damn it and Leicester against Leicester. <laughs> we didn't talk about any games this week it this might be our best episode yet. And, <laughs> it's and we're going to never... come back on Thursday. We're going to come back on Thursday. We're going to talk about a cup final between two teams that aren't going to be in the competition next year. <laughs> it's, or it's or it awesome. might not
0: be in the Premier League next year. At all. At all. We don't know. So. There may be a point deduction. There might be an explosion. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Anyway, that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We do this on Mondays and Thursdays. We also are part of the Chopped Network. We'll put the link in the description. Please rate and review the show. It makes a huge difference. And Brighton, I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. Don't, don't, let, me, don't let me stay on the, uh, the bandwagon. Anyway, that's the show.